Here we go. You're listening to Law and Gospel on this January the 26th in the year of our Lord 2023. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me on Thursdays as we look at various issues is Pastor Wes Reimnitz. Good morning, Wes. Good morning, St. Tom. Oh, boy, you're trying to be like Pastor Krowski now, eh? <laughs> it shows you I was listening to you the other day. Yep, yep. He often refers to people as the saint. But you got two very interesting articles. We want to start with the one that was already about the Church of England that wants to actually have worship services to give blessings to civil unions uh, between gay people. And this is astonishing. Recently, uh, there's been a pastoral letter that came out from the bishops of the Church of England. It's 19 pages long, but we want to take a look at just a few of the items here as to how far the Church of England has left God's word. They had a process called living in love and faith. What was that about? Well, it's a pastoral letter, as, as you say, from the bishops of the Church of England. And they wanted to, uh, how do you say, uh, mitigate their, their stance towards the LGBTQ and uh, apologize uh, for, quote, homophobic behavior on the church's part. Yeah, they have said... Um... The living in faith and love and faith, living in love and faith was a uh, process where they went and interviewed people and they said, we have taken to heart your responses gathered in listening with love and faith, including conversations within our dioceses and have been moved and supported by your words, prayers and creative contributions. And then comes, well, the shock that really hits us. They have an apology. Uh, can you can you read their apology? <laughs> yeah. We want to apologize for the ways in which the Church of England has treated LGBTQ people, both those who worship in our churches and those who do not. For the times that we have rejected or excluded you, those you love, and we we are deeply sorry. The occasion on which you have received a hostile and homophobic response in our churches are shameful. For we, for this, we repent, and we have listened, and we have been told time and time again how we have failed LGBTQ people, and we have not loved you as God loves you, and we are profoundly wrong. We affirm publicly and unequivocally that LGBTQ people are welcome and valued. Uh, we are all children of God. Now, I find that interesting. We are all children of God. Now, is that correct according to the Bible? <laughs> 
Well, it depends on how wide you want to really expand that children. I mean, there's only two classes of people that I can think of that, that the Bible talks about, those that are believers and those that are not believers. Exactly. And Paul makes it very clear in chapter 9 of Romans, because many people in Israel had fallen from the faith in God. And here's what he writes, chapter 9, verse 6 and following. It is not as though the word of God has failed, for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel, and not all are children of Abraham because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your offspring be named. This means that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. Now, what's the difference between children of the flesh and children of the promise? What's he talking about? What promise? The promise of the gospel, the crisis has uh, come to say this, shed his blood and sacrificed and died and rose for us. Yeah, that's really important to understand that all people on earth right now are not children of God, but only those who have faith. Now, all of us are children in the sense that he created us. But we're not talking in that level. We're talking on a spiritual level that Paul makes very clear. If you do not believe the promises of Jesus Christ and his word, you are not children of God. And so those who are unrepentant in their sin are not considered children of God according to the scripture. But according to the Church of England, we are all children of God. And that's yeah. really a shame. Also, there in chapter 9, you know, oddly enough, we didn't talk about this before. And I was looking at it, too. And right there in verse 33, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone of stumbling, any rock of offense that whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Isn't that what you're referring to? Yes. When we believe in Jesus, even when we sin, if we repent of that sin, God will not put us to shame, but forgive that sin. But in this situation, we're talking about people who really believe that it's okay to be gay or homosexual, or lesbian, and it's not against God's will anymore to even have civil unions in the church being blessed by such a relationship. Now, you know what I think about right away are pedophiles. Pedophiles, yeah. And the reason I think about them, YouTube, you can go there and see all kinds of documentaries. But if you take a look at documentaries on uh, the gay thinking, it's really obvious that there was a pedophile just recently interviewed. And he was told that what he was doing was wrong. 
because he was 40 years old and he was fooling around with a 12-year-old. And he said, what's wrong with that? And the person who was interviewing him said, well, you know that you can only have a proper relationship if both are willing. And a 12-year-old is not willing to have such a relationship. And the pedophile looked at him and said, obviously, you don't know very much about 12-year-olds. My 12-year-old loves our relationship and is more than willing to interact with me in that area. And so it's only a matter of time uh, before what the Church of England has said. Where are you going to draw the line? And to apologize for saying that gay people who are unrepentant are part of the children of God is ridiculous. They get that. How do they get get to that opinion, contrary to the Bible? Well, they set themselves up as the authorities of the Bible, and that's, that's been ongoing for God knows how long. What kind of reminds me is I'd also sent you a quote from the Conservative Reformation on the three stages of of uh, error. Yes. You know, they always come in threes. First, they ask to be tolerated, and you know, I don't need to be afraid of just a few of you. And then second, it moves to equal, uh, assert equal rights that they're just as Equality, much right. Correct equality, and then thirdly, it claims its own preference of judgment in all disputes, and I think we're we're almost on stage three of this already. Yes. They um, say this statement. We are deeply conscious of our call to serve both church and nation. We've studied the scriptures, paid attention to the church's tradition, listened to wider society as well as to voices of our sister churches in the Anglican communion. Above all, and this is last, we have sought the wisdom of the Holy Spirit in prayer and worship. Then they kind of describe the people who are in the College of Bishops, and this might be a surprise to the laity when they talk about what kind of people the bishops are. Uh, can you read that section? Well, the, the difference, difference among is us awesome. Pardon? We also present uh, with the College of Bishops. We are partnered, single, celibate, married, divorced, and widowed, bereaved, homosexual, gay, bisexual, and some sex attracted. We have uh, diverse convictions about sexuality and marriage. Well, no wonder they come up with these views when some of the bishops are said to be gay, bisexual, and same-sex attracted. You know, they don't consider it sinful anymore, but they're learning how to avoid the evils, they say, that so easily seep into our relationships with one another, into the lives of our church communities, and into wider society. Whenever we encounter diversity, difference, and disagreement, 
we as bishops must remind ourselves of the need to address ignorance, to cast out fear, to acknowledge prejudice, to speak appropriately into oppressive silence, to admit hypocrisy, to pay attention to power. So the next on the line are going to be for rapists, that when a rapist is caught, they too need to be loved by the church, invited to come into the church, even though they are not repentant of their sins. That's where the Church of England is headed. And the head of the Church of England states that. Yeah, kind of, well, I always come back to is that First Corinthians 6 passage. Do you not know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers, swindlers inherit the kingdom of God. It's like they're all going to be let in according to the homosexuals. Because it's no longer a sin. Yeah, just take a look at Romans 1, verse 26. For this reason, because they exchanged the truth of God for a lie, for this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. So God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They're gossipers, slanders, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, and ruthless. Though they know God's decrees that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Now, it's the Church of England giving approval. Now, ready to do civil unions with homosexuals. That's really contrary to God's holy word. And that's because the Church of England is listening to the world, not to God. Yeah, we had covered this last week, and we had questions, and that's why I pulled up this report for us to take a look at. And, and as you so correctly point out, I mean, it just talks about all the problems that that, that, that we have with the relationships that they got going on. Well, you gave me another article about Pope Francis. What did he say in an interview this last week? Well, he said being homosexual is not a crime, but it's still a sin. Yes. And 
He said that countries should not criminalize homosexual practices. And here's his reason. We are all children of God. See, the same problem that the Church of England has. And God loves us as we are and for the strength that each of us has to fight for our dignity. Now, where is that found in the Bible? That you can fight for your dignity if you are going contrary to the word of God. If you're a rapist or a homosexual or a pedophile. Where is that found in the Bible? Or are any of us as sinners? I mean, it's qualifying what is sin and what is not sin. I would would imagine that they're doing, and they're talking about uh, a a work righteousness type life. Yes. You see, once more, the church is getting involved in the area of politics. When's the last time in the sermon you told the government— you know, what things they should do in regard to making sin criminalized. I don't think <laughs> we ever talk like that. Because I don't think I it, have it either. Yeah. No. But I left that kind of stuff to Bible class where we could have open discussion. Right. Now, the Pope is arguing that the Roman Catholic Church must advocate against laws that classify homosexual practices as criminal. There are 67 countries, primarily located in Africa, Asia, Eastern Europe, and small island countries in the Caribbean and Pacific that outlaw same-sex relations. In fact, the following countries punish homosexual acts with the death penalty. Brunel, Iran, Mauritania, Nigeria, Quater, Saudi Arabia, and Yemen. Yemen. So what the church is doing, the Roman Catholic Church, is they're now getting involved in the area of telling the country what laws they should have and what laws they shouldn't have, where God clearly says that these things are sin. Now, in 2020, Francis said, and expressed support for a civil union law, stating that homosexual people have a right to be in a family. They are children of God and have right to a family. Nobody should be thrown out or be made miserable over it. Well, does that not take away from parents the right to discipline? If we are not to make our children miserable, then we would never discipline them or accuse them of any sin. And that certainly is contrary to the book of Proverbs written by Solomon under the gift of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, the, the stuff I read, especially from Scripture, where it's the practice of homosexuality. And, you know, he talks about them being a family together. So 
so pedophilia is is a family practice that's okay? Yeah. The Vatican's Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith released a statement affirming the Catholic Church's teaching on marriage. And they proclaimed, and this is in contrast to the Church of England, it is not licit to impart a blessing on relationships or partnerships, even stable ones, that involve sexual activity outside of marriage. Unions between persons of the same sex cannot justify these relationships and render them legitimate objects of an ecclesial blessing. Since the positive elements exist within the context of a union not ordered to the Creator's plan. So it's very important that the Catechism of the Catholic Church still says that homosexual acts are intrinsically disordered and contrary to natural law. And according to the Catechism, because homosexual acts close the sexual act to the gift of life and do not proceed from a genuine, effective, and sexual complementarity, under no circumstances can they be approved. So that's a very good statement that they're showing that such unions can never be approved because the only valid marriage is between a man and a woman. A woman. And the thing about the, the Church of England, uh, again, as you, as we pointed out, they already have bisexual, same-sex attracted, uh, diverse conviction about sexuality and marriage among the clergy to begin with. They're already infected with it. It almost seems to me that the, they're trying to figure out a way to take what they call the sacrament of marriage between a man and a woman and open that up to a sacrament of of anybody. Exactly. Well, we know in New York, the mayor of New York is now allowing anybody to marry anybody. You just fill out a form and you can do a marriage ceremony. You don't have to be a, a clergy person. You don't have to be a, a senator or an officer of the state. Uh, you, you, as a brother, can officiate at a marriage of your brother who is a homosexual if he is wanting to marry a 12-year-old or a 14-year-old. That's no longer illegal in New York. Oh now, my goodness. it also is said that a person's with the same sex attraction, now get this, must be accepted with respect, compassion, and sensitivity. And they say the catechism advises that every sign of unjust discrimination in their regard should be avoided. Now, that takes out what is called the keys to the kingdom. And what do we mean mm. by the keys to the kingdom? Well, the keys of the kingdom come from John chapter 20. Whosoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. Whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. It is impossible, and I have officiated at this a few times in one of my congregations, 
to excommunicate someone with respect, compassion, and sensitivity. They get angry, and every they consider it a, a sign of unjust discrimination. Now, according to the Roman Catholic Church, you aren't to do that. So you could never excommunicate anyone. In, in fact, I can't remember the last time you can excommunicate them. But I think there's another reason why the Roman Catholic Church is saying that homosexuality is not a crime. What have they got going yeah, among many of their priests? I was going to say is it uh, the pedophilia problem that they that they are having is causing them to to back away from from the, their position on homosexuality. Yes. And all these people who are against gay priests, the Roman Catholic Church is telling them, no, no, that's unjust discrimination. And you must accept these priests with compassion, sensitivity, and respect. This is getting uh -huh. ridiculous because... Uh -huh. Go ahead. No, you were saying something. And I, I would I would say God loves everybody. I would agree with that statement. But you go back to John three sixteen and it's God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall have everlasting life. Christ died upon the cross for our sins, sins of all mankind. That's where his love is found. And those who do not believe in him receive punishment, not only here on earth, but also eternal punishment for their unrepentance. In other words, right. God isn't involved in these statements from the Church of England or the Roman Catholic Church. Who gives the right to the Roman Catholic Church to tell a government whether or not something should be criminalized or not? It's ridiculous. Well, thanks very much for these articles. And like I say, the one on England, where they're apologizing to unrepentant homosexuals, that's 19 pages long. We might have some more to say about that next week. But thanks very much, Wes. Yep. And tomorrow we'll have open Mike, where you can email me if you have a question. Till then, God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your checkout to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.